Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, beautiful. Thanks for listening once again. I want to talk a little bit about fairies today. I thought it would be fun to tell you a little about, bit about my experiences with fairies. And then I felt guided to grab my fairy tarot cards. They are created by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. And they are one of my favorite decks. So, you know, when I opened up to my abilities in 2008, when my dear friend Jean was passing away, one of the things that I opened up to was not only the idea that there were fairies or the possibility that fairies existed, but I actually ended up seeing fairies two separate, on two separate occasions in a physical form. So what I have learned so far about fairies, and I can, again, only share what either I've experienced or perhaps read somewhere, but I, I just like to share my own experiences. The fairies, fairies energy is very, um, I don't know what I want to use the word feisty because it's not like a negative feisty. They are really um, energetic. They love to have fun. They love to help usher joy into our lives. They help, they love to... Um, create. They are master manifestors. And especially in materialistic or material items, materialistic. They love to help us. They're ornery. It's funny, they like to actually take things, uh, whether it's an earring or your keys, and they'll move them or they'll hide them. But it's never in a malicious way. They don't do it to be mean. Um, they do it to sometimes to get us to slow down. We're rushing around in life too much and we're not paying attention and we're not grounded. So sometimes they'll like move your keys and, you know, your keys will be missing from the place you always lay them down. And you're like, wait, I know I laid them down there. Where in the heck are they? They love shiny objects. So they love to take little things like an earring. And then I see them always as sitting back and laughing as we try desperately to find these items. And again, it's not in a malicious way. It's just kind of entertainment for them. So I used to live out at a lake here in Northeast Pennsylvania called Wallenpawpack Lake. Wallenpawpack. I had to make sure I said that right. Yes. And I had a house out in the country, a little red house. I loved it. It was a little fixer-upper. I had deer that would show up in my yard every day. Um, it was so peaceful, and I lived there with my dogs, Daisy and Rosie. Now, Daisy has passed away several months ago, um, but at the time when we lived out there at that lake, we would actually go for walks every day, probably three miles, and it was uphills and downhills and all, all these winding rock roads where I lived. And it was our daily thing. You know, I'd get home from work. I was a, At the time, I was seeing children in their homes for speech language, um, speech language and feeding disorders. I'm a speech pathologist for those that don't know it. And I would get home, we'd take our three mile walk. 
Well, there was this one little area that I would walk by every day. Now, number one, there are ferns everywhere, these beautiful ferns that grow out of the ground there, out of this lake. And you find them a lot of places here in northeast Pennsylvania. They're just gorgeous. And so we would walk, and there's, you know, trees and all these ferns, and we'd get ready to turn up a road, and there would, might be a little, little stream that goes under the road because there's tons of streams everywhere here too. They just pop up out of nowhere. But this one corner we would turn at, I would always, you know, be, I would always like look over towards the stream on the right because I just felt some, I don't even know what, I just was drawn to look at the stream. Well, then I noticed, and this is going to sound crazy. <laughs> I know it will sound crazy. A lot of crazy things happen to me or for me. And I would walk by and now I started noticing as we did our daily walks, even when there was no wind whatsoever in the air when we got to the ferns by that stream they would actually start moving like they were waving now we just passed a whole field of ferns and none of them are moving until we get up closer to that stream so as this began to happen over and over after a few days i started realize like i started feeling this magical sense about this area where this stream was and one day we were walking by and i just stopped and I had read something or heard something that someone had said at one time, it might have been Doreen Virtue that said, you know, the fairies will um, show themselves to you, reveal themselves, but you have to ask and they have to trust you. And so I just walked by the stream and I stopped this one day and I looked and I said, well, fairies, I know that's you. Like I just had this knowing inside. I said, if that's really you and you're there, show yourself to me. Like, let me see you or, or prove it. And in that moment, I mean, it's still, when I think back, it still shocks me. <laughs> I immediately, when I, as soon as I finished that sentence, that question, there were like these three or four forms in front of the stream that came into this physical form, but they, it was like holograms, but I could see the wings and their little bodies. I know, I, I mean, don't bring the straight jacket just yet, okay? Because <laughs> this truly did happen to me. Um, and it's funny because this is one of the most difficult things for people to really believe. They, they're like, okay, I believe in angels, but fairies now? But I'm like, well, fairies are just earthbound angels. They're little, little tiny little beings that stay closer to the earth. So they did. I mean, I was in awe. I stared at these little beings in front of that stream, and I just had tears well up in my eyes. But it was tears of joy, of connection, of just pure love knowing just a soul connection to these beautiful little beings. So I saw them for a few seconds, maybe, I mean, honestly, five seconds, 10 seconds tops, and then they disappeared again. But it wasn't a disappearing. I knew that they were still there, but they had done what I had asked. So every day after that, when we walked by there, those ferns, now, I, you know, they would even wave bigger and larger. It would just be all the ferns moving in towards me like they were waving to me when I'd walk by there. Well, it dawned on me that years before that, not years, a couple years, I guess, my first trip to Sedona, and I do have a pilgrimage, I mean, a podcast, it's called Pilgrimage to Sedona. So if you haven't listened to that one, that might be worth a, a listen to. I don't know, remember which episode, but it's called Pilgrim, Pilgrimage to Sedona. So I was in Sedona with a group of people, and 
one day we, some of us went to a restaurant there in Sedona to eat lunch. And we're sitting around this table and I'm looking across the table at my friend Becky, who has since passed, she just passed away last year. But she was known as the fairy lady. Her house was everything fairies. I mean, she had a little fairy doors in her rooms. You know, you can get these fairy doors and put them at the base of the wall. And I mean, she was a living fairy, if you ask me. <laughs> um, so we were sitting across the table. I was sitting across from her in Sedona. And this was before the whole stream and fern action happened. So, but when that happened, I remembered, oh my God, I saw you one other time. Like I saw the fairies once before. And it was at this lunch when we were sitting there eating and I was looking up and looking at Becky and I think she was talking to someone else at the table. And all of a sudden she has this really curly salt and pepper hair, beautiful curly hair. I think she even had like a floral she was, it was nothing for her to wear like a floral crown around all day. She didn't even care where she was. Sedona, it definitely fit in, but she didn't care where she was. She was, she would wear flowers in her hair. But for, you know, I was sitting there looking at her and all of a sudden I saw those little hologram little beings, you know, the fairies, they, there were like three or four and they were in her hair, like kind of flying around her hair. And I remember staring at her with my eyes wide open and she's like looking over at me and she starts giggling and she's like, she called me Jules. She said, Jules, what do you do? What? What do you see? Because I'm looking above her forehead, like at, above her head. And I said, Becky, I, I see fairies flying in your hair. And she goes, oh yeah, people see that all the time. And I was floored. I'm like, what? She goes, oh yeah, people tell me all the time they see fairies. You know, people that are intuitive and open, they tell me they see fairies all the time in my hair. Okay, well, I was dumbfounded because I had never seen that before. So two in those were the two instances where I physically saw fairies. And they just, for me, it was nothing there. And then all of a sudden you could see the hologram. They just made themselves visible. Um, so today when I was saying, you know, to universe, to God, angels, what should we talk about today? The fairies wanted to deliver a message and that's why I got out my deck, my fairy tarot cards by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. Now here's a cool thing. I got this deck right, right before my dog Daisy passed several months ago. And it just started being the deck that I started pulling from and asking her to, you know, Daisy, hey, talk to me through the fairy cards. Because I'll never forget, I have this cute, well, beautiful fairy statue, beautifully painted. It's about um, three feet tall, and I had it on the ground, uh, on the floor, down by where Daisy and Rosie sleep. And I came in one morning. I had just bought it. That's right. I think I had it one day. The next day, I walked in from outside, and I walked in the house, and Daisy was laying on the floor, and she was laying to where her head was up, and she was facing the fairy, and it was like they were talking. I mean, it was the cutest dang thing I've ever seen. I had, I had to take a picture. I posted it on Facebook. I was like, look at my Daisy. She's talking to the fairies. So this deck ended up being, you know, the deck that I, hey, Daisy, I get other signs from her and messages, but it's just fun. It's like I have my morning coffee, and I talk to Daisy through my fairy cards. Like we get the fairy cards out, and I, I say, give me some messages today. So I felt like... Uh, universe was pulling me to draw cards for all of you right now. 
And wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to it, whenever it comes across your feed or you find it, I want you to know this message is for you, that this message will make sense for you wherever it is or whenever it is you are listening to it. So I like to pull, I just got to pull three cards. I just shuffled and I just pulled three and I put them out in front of me. One, two, three. And we're going to, I'm going to tell you what each card is and then I'm going to tell you the meaning of that card. So the first, first card for this group, for you, the listener, for me, for everyone, it is the seven of summer card. And it is a fairy that is shooting out rainbows. Um, it looks like, I'm trying to see, from his hand? Oh, he has a crystal in his hand. It's really tiny. I'm trying to make sure, make out what he's holding. He's holding a crystal and there's rainbows shooting out of it with sparkles of light, like it's magical. So the message from this fairy is no more procrastinating. Your power comes from making a decision. Confusion that arises from overanalyzing the options. So basically the, the fairy is saying, let's go. It's time to move your feet. Your power is, you know, just make a decision one way or another and let's go. Okay. We, we get in the ego and we start overthinking things and then we can't make a decision. And then we just get paralyzed. Like we can't move. So the fairy is saying, please make a decision. Here's the next card, the three of autumn, the next fairy. It's a little smaller. Honestly, it looks like an older looking fairy. Um, what are they doing here? Some of these pictures are, I don't know, actually. Huh. Creating something like this fairy is creating something on top of a rock. But it's bright and shiny. It's like the fairy is actually making it happen, like creating it. And the message says, follow your passion when it comes to your career. Be the best at what you do and be compensated for your creative talent. So, so far we have no more procrastinating. The next card, follow your passion. Be the best at what you do. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not here to be like anyone else. You are here to be you. So stop comparing yourself to others. Stop, because that will hold you back right there if you think you have to be like someone already here. No, that's a different soul, a whole different journey different story. You are here to be you. The four of winter is the next card and it is a fairy sleeping inside of a little log and it's all cold and there's snow around. She's just kind of, um, it looks like she's kind of sleeping. Oh, I was just reading the meaning of the card. Okay. Okay. So this fairy is reminding you the solutions that solutions come from meditation, that it's time to go within to get your answer. It can also mean that you need more sleep or that you need a vacation. And I think, I think, I think, I think a, lot, a lot of us would feel like that we need that, right? So no more procrastinating the first card. The second one, follow your passion. Third one, if you don't know what that is or you don't know what direction to go in, it, it, this fairy is really asking you to go within, to start a meditation practice, just turning the world off for a few moments every day. I love to do silent meditation. It's just, and, and yeah, sometimes my thought wanders, my thoughts wander or something pops in and I acknowledge it. And then I just focus on either my breathing or I'll focus on a sound around me, whether it's the leaves rustling in the wind or it's the, like right now I can hear the, the gas 
um, we have a gas heater and I can hear the little flame that we have to light, I can hear it. Like I can focus on that and it will take me away from those thoughts that are popping up. So don't beat yourself up when you are meditating and thoughts pop up. You just acknowledge them and then you just focus on, okay, let me focus on another sound or my breath going in and out of my nose. Just focus on a sound or a sensation. The more you do that, the easier it will become. And it totally makes sense why the fairies are guiding us to go within and to go into meditation to get the guidance and really go for our dreams, what feeds our soul, like what our passion is. Because the more that we can get into that quiet space, the easier it is for universe, which sometimes is the fairies, the easier the universe is able to guide us because we're not in our head trying to figure it out. All right? So call on the fairies. Ask them to help you. And those times when, let's say, you can't find your keys or, you know, those t- I always tell clients, when you can't find your keys, perhaps what if the fairies were trying to keep you from leaving and getting into an accident? Like, so many things are happening for you, but we go to that negative space. I'm going to be late for work, or this is going to happen, and oh my God, I have to find those freaking keys, when it's like, I just step back and go, thank you. All right, well, I'm not supposed to leave at this moment, and so I'm just going to be okay with that, and I'm going to sit down for a minute and do something else, and then I'll get up and look again. They always show up. The fairies are magical beings. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast about seven tubs, oh my word, go find that one, seven tubs. I think the title is um, Seven Tubs, A Magical Land of Fairies and Angels or something along those lines. But you'll see seven tubs in the title. It's a magical place here in Northeast Pennsylvania. I have I take people on tours there. You can always get an individual tour with me if you're in the area. We can work that out. Um, but it is, the fairies are... <laughs> They're just a big, they're just part of my massive team and they're part of yours too. So it's time to begin connecting with them, calling on them and allowing them to help you like everyone else, every other um, sentient being is doing. All right. I love you so much. Happy manifesting. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com to connect with Julia on a more personal level. She offers a variety of programs to help you continue on your spiritual journey. Julia is a master at helping her clients move into their own spiritual gifts with grace and ease. And her one-on-one coaching programs are consistently selling out due to her students' overwhelming success. Visit juliatreat.com to check out all of the juicy details.